Hi lovers, so this is Kirsty, and welcome back to another episode of the Lover Sunday podcast. I just want to say that if you tune into the podcast, well this is only the third episode, but if you tune in regularly and you also are subscribed to my Lover Sunday section newsletter on my blog, KirstySimeone.com, I just want to let you know that I see you and I so appreciate you being here. So, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about vibrations and stepping into your power. Um, so, I was going to say what inspired me to do this, but this is something that I contemplate on daily and something that I try to work on every single day and just be mindful of my energy and just knowing that everything is an energy exchange, whether it's through the screen and interacting with someone digitally or if it's someone in passing at the grocery store even with their masks on everything is an energy exchange and it's so important that we understand that we have so much power and capacity in that and we have are able to control that so vibrations and and tuning into that. I sometimes get asked things about manifestation and a lot of people I've noticed think that manifestation is kind of fluffy and it's just, oh, the law of attraction. Um, It's either a placebo or it's luck. But manifestation is definitely super real and it's just up to us to tune into those gifts that we all have by being mindful of the kind of life that we're trying to create for ourselves, what's important to us, and just really asking those questions. So asking yourselves, what's important? Make a list. Write down a list. Use this as a journal prompt. It can be something like, oh, I want to experience more more moments of joy and peace. So just that itself is a great practice of introspection. So how would we get to having more moments of joy and peace? So for one, it's setting boundaries, whether it's it's you working from home and you make yourself and your energy available outside of your working hours, or it's if you aren't setting boundaries with your own loved ones and it's draining for you to take on their own their problems and I don't mean take on as in you're not being a loving supporting friend I mean when you are actually dealing with their issues and it's a constant for example if someone is venting to you about the same things but aren't changing their course of action but are venting to you about the same results they're getting that is compassion without boundaries and compassion without boundaries is sometimes sabotage so that's one thing to consider and then another thing that you can that you might be adding to your list of things that you want um it could be bigger picture things too it could be about your career or i want to buy a house by this age i want to have traveled here by this age i know we're in times of corona but you know, these different goals and dreams that you have. And I feel like a lot of people just think that certain things are unattainable 
because of the logistics about, oh, I don't have the money to do that. I have these student loans. I have this responsibility at home that ties me down, etc. But when you really think of the core of that, of that thought process, why do people feel like they don't deserve the things that they truly desire and the things that truly are their dreams and things and things in life that they want to create for themselves? Why do we feel that way about ourselves? And this just goes back to when I talk about how important inner dialogue is and just being kind to ourselves, giving ourselves grace and really unleashing the energy and the power that we have in ourselves, sitting in our power, claiming our power, and knowing that we, one, it takes us to recognize that we do deserve these great, amazing things that we really desire. We have aches in our hearts towards these are the things that we think about on a daily basis or the things that we say, oh, I wish that I could do this. And you can. You can do all these things that you wish you were doing. And it starts by changing your mindset and your perspective. Stop being mean to yourself. Stop limiting yourself and really sit with yourself and when you notice these thought patterns and your inner dialogue, you're going to realize that the only thing that's stopping you from attaining these things and reaching these goals and reaching these higher vibrations is yourself. You're the one that's blocking yourself from your blessings, from your goals, from your divine gifts. And just sitting with that. Another thing I think about also is really knowing yourself and knowing your worth and just imagining for example just think about these people that you look up to and a lot of the times it's because of their energy and the way that they carry themselves or when you think about it they just really truly know themselves and how would someone who knows themselves and knows their worth act in these situations would they block themselves from from what they truly want or would they just jump into it and lean into it and even though something may be daunting or scary but once you start believing that you deserve these higher vibrations and these goals and dreams and aspirations that is already the first step because you're putting yourself in a position of magnetism and of of abundance and it's going to transcend in little parts in your everyday life you're going to start to move different in your life you're going to want to start planning for these things and start putting yourself in a position where you're able to get to those dreams whether it's money wise or situational leaving zip codes and changing your phone number all these things you start to to put yourself in that higher power of yours that's already been there, but you just need to tap into it, you know? Another thing with manifestation and having flow in your life is a lot of the times I find that people, I feel like in general, people are programmed to believe that things should be hard. Like that love or that relationship should be hard, it should feel hard, it should hurt, or 
things with career, it should feel hard and it should hurt. But no, it's actually the opposite. You should, things should be easy. Love should be easy. And and you should feel a sense of peace and joy and contentment with these things that you're trying to chase. If something is too hard and you're resisting, then it, it's not for you and that's okay. And it's okay to let go. It's good to pivot like I talked about previously. But pivoting is so valuable. Just knowing when you should pivot, when your energy is being wasted, when it's not being appreciated, and letting go. Because when you let yourself stay somewhere where you're not appreciated, where you're not wanted, you're sending a signal to the universe that you are not deserving of the higher vibration. So all these little mishaps that happen, all these things that kind of weigh on us and all these negative happenings are for a higher purpose. And if we really believe that, then we will be able to use those lessons as we move forward to work through these different emotions and these different difficult the difficulties that we face. Okay, another tip that I wanted to give, well, these are a series of tips um, that pertain to putting yourself in a high vibration is one, yoga. And I'm so excited because I've already talked to my yoga teacher and dear friend about having her on here, but she is super great. We talk about manifestation and vibrations and energy and not letting situations dim your light etc so i'm so excited to have her on here brianna if you're listening i can't wait to have you on here but one great thing to put yourself in a higher vibration is yoga um you can either do a free flow or look up certain um youtube videos for this that target certain chakras but starting your day with yoga or ending your night with yoga is super great journaling a lot of times for journaling I don't necessarily use a lot of prompts but one thing I like to do is the stream of consciousness method and that's literally just just writing whatever comes to mind you can write about your day how how certain things in your day made you feel how you're feeling right now am I feeling tired what I want to do with this feeling or this emotion etc because when you're able to reflect you're putting yourself in a position um, to just really know yourself and know what you need to do. And then for yoga, moving your body is so important because you, you release endorphins and you, it kind of helps you heal um, traumas. And then another thing that I love to do is I'm not usually someone that loves high-intensity workouts. I typically like... Um, I just love yoga. I love going on walks, runs occasionally. I feel better after a run versus before. I never really crave a run. I usually just feel good after. Um, But one thing I do enjoy doing is just popping my AirPods in, putting some music on, and dancing for a little. That's one super great way to move your body, and it just releases so much and it also puts you in a high vibration let's say before you go to bed or when you're feeling stressed throughout the day 
just the act of dancing and being silly is, I feel, great for the soul. So I definitely do that sometimes. It's it's nice, though, because I live alone. I have Beacon and Bella, and I just put my AirPods in and dance a little, and I instantly feel better. Sometimes I laugh at myself a bit, and I just feel a lot lighter after that. Another thing is I just keep on thinking of more things that I do, but like with journaling and yoga, there's also meditation. So it's just, it's great because it kind of strips you from the day. It puts you in a calm state of mind. It lets you drop everything from whatever was weighing on you that day. It's like taking a shower and picturing negative thoughts or stress just washing off of you same with getting undressed and just picturing that day being undressed from you and then another thing that I love doing is setting intentions before I go to bed so sometimes I'll ask myself a question that I'm trying to get clarity on and I don't mean logistical analytical questions that pertain to work or something that would be a stressor. I mean something about um, that pertains to the path that you're on or um, something that you're trying to manifest and asking yourself that question and letting your rest and your sleep and the dream world kind of bring that answer to you um, and just leaving it at the hands of the universe of the divine being of the of the greater conscience. And then another thing that is super great, another thing that is super great, like I said, with the intentions is not just asking yourself questions, but also what is your intention um, before you let yourself sleep? So just saying it, either journaling it or saying it out loud or in your mind to your heart is, okay, I'm going to sleep now. I'm going to let my body rest. I'm going to let my mind rest, and this is going to be restorative for my energy, for my power, and that is going to transcend into your morning, into your next day, and with you being healed, you'll be able to heal others. And then another thing on the topic of manifestation is, one, noticing your inner dialogue and your thoughts, but also checking your circle who are you giving your yourself access? Who are you giving access to, um, with your energy and your spirit, your soul? Who is in your inner circle? Because these are the people that you're sharing energy with, whether it's on a daily basis or whenever you do talk to them. But it's important that we are mindful of who we allow ourselves to have access to and who are allowed to be within our energy because it does make a huge difference in our abilities to manifest dreams and the life that we're trying to create and sometimes you know it's not personal sometimes you outgrow someone or you like me with my best friend we grew up together and then we weren't we drifted we grew apart for a bit but then we came back together and we were able to just forge this really great union again where we're literally twin flames, like, you know? So it's just important 
to give yourself that space to grow and knowing when it's not personal because sometimes it's just you are on a different wavelength than someone else what you're trying to accomplish doesn't align with someone else's path or their story and that's okay and sometimes people have to recognize when it's out of love and at times you're able to come back later when you've done what you needed to do and you're able to vibrate higher off of each other's energy on this topic i also want to say just in terms of other people whether they're in your circle or they're just in your space it's important to give ourselves grace and give other people grace but also to recognize when they're someone who is not supplemental to our growth and our path is there out of comfort or when they're there because maybe our needs weren't met as children, whether our interests and our gifts weren't being poured into or gratitude wasn't shown to us and we weren't taught that we were worthy or just deserving of these things that we want. Sometimes those connections are trauma bonds and that's what happens and that's the reason why poor and low vibrational relationships and friendships happen and they sit there and they start to fester because we haven't checked ourselves in that space and really given ourselves room to grow. And that's why I say it's not personal sometimes because we sometimes unintentionally create these trauma bonds, but it's our it's our job and it's in our power to be able to recognize those and to let go of what's not aligning with our path or isn't linked to higher love and our goals. It's also just recognizing that sometimes, like I said, we're not aligned because we're on different wavelengths. Sometimes our eight is there too. You know what I mean? So sometimes we're just vibrating higher and they're doing their best with what they can do at their vibrational level. But at the same time, we have to recognize that it's not our job to teach someone how you need to be loved, teach someone how you need to be supported. Because when we start to have to teach someone our worth we're already questioning our worth and we're putting ourselves at a low vibrational place so sometimes if we're not careful with that their vibrational energy can become ours because we're letting ourselves mingle with that low vibrational space and with that being said another practice for manifestation is not always looking outwards and looking internally. So let me rephrase that. That might have been confusing. Another practice for manifestation is not always looking outwards and instead looking internally. A lot of the times I feel like we look at other people and not in a comparison kind of way, but we look at other people as sources of inspiration or, oh, I want to vibrate that way or have that kind of life but 
we are also our own forms of inspiration. If we just think about all of these things that we've overcome already, all these places where we have so much potential to reach and to grow in, I think that's just everything. I think that people are just so used to, not in a bad way, but I think a lot of that is rooted in how we're taught shame and taught to be humble all the time and not, and part of that is not truly unleashing our power and our gifts because we're taught to almost water them down. But a great form of a great practice in manifestation is looking inwards because that's where all the power is. We're the ones that are doing the work. We know what we want. We know what we desire. And we are going to move in that way and let the universe, the the divine spirit, the subconscious, whatever you feel in your heart, we let them take care of what we know we are deserving of, what we are vibrating towards, and that's what is important. So I hope that this helped, um, and I personally just love talking about manifestation. I feel like I've really, as a child, I've really practiced manifestation, but I didn't realize I was doing it. Like when I was 18, I just turned 18, and then I moved out two months after that, but I didn't even have an apartment yet, and I just knew, I just kept telling myself, I'm going to move out, I want to move out, and that was the life that I was envisioning for myself, so I would buy things for this apartment I didn't have yet, and I was just so fixated on it, and then two months later, it happened, and just really trusting your intuition and your instincts, and you know yourself well, and just knowing that we deserve all the things that we ache for, these things that we find ourselves just daydreaming about and thinking about, changing our inner dialogue and checking our circles and using those manifestation practices, like I said, put your AirPods in or put music on the speaker and dance a little, just let it all go. Um, And just think about all those things as you try to vibrate higher and journaling like I always say is a great way to keep track of the way you're feeling the vibrations and energy you're putting out and these things that you want to achieve so like I said I hope this helped at least one of you Um, and I just want you to know that whatever you are dreaming of and thinking of that you're worthy of those desires, those goals, that life that you envisioned for yourself. And with that said, thank you so much for tuning in today for our third episode of Lover Sunday. My name is Kirstie Simeone. You can find me at Kirstie Simeone on Instagram. And then my blog is called KirstieSimeone.com. Don't forget to sign up for the Lover Sunday section newsletter every Sunday morning. And I'll see you in or I'll hear you in the next episode of Lover Sunday. Have a beautiful, amazing day.